This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Welcome to Engadget Tomorrow. I'm Imran Sheikh, and this is where you get to hear about tomorrow today. Today we're talking about pills made from paper waste and the FDA approving the first drug that slows Alzheimer's. Let's start with the paper pills. Okay, it's probably fair to say that when most people conjure images of the pharmaceutical industry making life-saving drugs, it doesn't include environmental decline. But according to one 2019 study by The Conversation, drug companies produce more carbon dioxide per million dollars than the automotive industry. In 2015, the outlet said, By our calculations, the pharma market is 28% smaller, yet 13% more polluting than the automotive sector. Put another way, drug companies need to reduce their carbon emissions for the health of the planet and everyone living on it. Thankfully, a group of scientists from the University of Bath in the United Kingdom may have found a way for the industry to do exactly that. In a study published in the journal ChemSusChem, the team describes a process they created for converting a component found in turpentine into pharmaceutical precursors that they then used to synthesize paracetamol and ibuprofen. Right now, most companies producing those painkillers use chemical precursors derived from crude oil. While turpentine is a waste byproduct the paper industry makes at a scale of more than 350,000 metric tons per year. The researchers say they also successfully use turpentine to synthesize 4-HAP, a precursor for beta blockers, the asthma inhaler drug salbutamol, and a range of household cleaners. In addition to being more sustainable, the team's biorefinery process could lead to more consistent drug costs for consumers, since turpentine isn't subject to the same geopolitical pressures that can send energy and oil prices skyrocketing. However, a significant pitfall of the process in its current form is that it costs more to produce drugs with turpentine than crude oil. The team suggests consumers may be willing to pay slightly higher prices for more sustainable drugs, but let's be honest. When someone is sick or in pain, paying more for relief is the last thing most people want to do. And a high price tag is one of the concerns of the newly FDA-approved drug for Alzheimer's. Japanese drug maker ASI and U.S.-based Biogen have been working together on advancing research in the space of Alzheimer's for nearly a decade. Finally, the FDA granted the fruits of that labor, Lakembi, its blessing for intravenous use. This marks the first approved treatment that can slow the progression of Alzheimer's. 
The Kemby received a preliminary approval in January that allowed it to be used in a limited capacity. That approval was conditioned on the two drug makers conducting a confirmatory study to verify the drug's clinical benefit. Though Lakembi slows Alzheimer's progression, it's not a cure. Instead, it addresses the underlying biology that spurs Alzheimer's advancement. The drug works by reducing amyloid plaques, or misfolded proteins, that form in the brain of a person with Alzheimer's. Lakembi isn't the only drug targeting beta-amyloid plaque buildup to treat Alzheimer's. Adjahelm received approval under the same accelerated pathway in 2021, but it's still not fully FDA-approved. But what sets Lakembi apart from its predecessor is that the drug demonstrated actual clinical benefit in addition to simply reducing the buildup of the aforementioned proteins. Besides needing a medical prescription, taking the drug will require professional administration in a hospital or infusion center every two weeks. The company, though it may not be its sole responsibility, recognizes its need to boost accessibility. In a public statement, Christopher Weinbacher, the CEO of Biogen, said the company's main focus now is to work with ASI to make Lakembi accessible to eligible patients as soon as possible. The drug's hefty price tag of $26,500 will unfortunately make it inaccessible to most. Current rules mean that it's unlikely to be covered by Medicare. According to the Alzheimer's Association, those on Medicaid only should be able to get coverage of the FDA-approved drug in most cases. But even if Medicaid does cover it, patients would be responsible for a 20% copay or about $5,300. Experts predict the total costs of Lakembi treatment can run upward of $90,000 a year if you take infusions and laboratory tests into account. An expensive treatment program is something to consider for the one in nine Americans who are over the age of 65 that have Alzheimer's dementia. That number is expected to grow as the nation's aging population continues to grow. The number of Americans 65 and older is projected to climb from 58 million in 2021 to 88 million by 2050. This has led to an increased focus on treatments and diagnostics for Alzheimer's, like blood tests that can detect the disease. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Today's show featured journalism by Engadget contributors Igor Bonifacic and Malak Saleh and was produced by Spoken Layer. I'm Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.